Registration is open for the Tolaris Partners Summit happening July 31st to August 2nd at the Gaylord Texan Resort. Come and get the most current information on industry and technology trends at the pinnacle education event of the year. We're going to have three general sessions, 40 educational breakouts, a two-day trade show, over 118 suppliers, a technology demo center, two award shows, a 5K run, and of course, some parties to remember. We're excited to welcome as a keynote, Josh Linkner, an inspiring entrepreneur who built and sold five tech companies. Yes, five tech companies. He also became a New York Times bestselling author, created over 10,000 jobs, helped launch over 100 startups, and wait for it, created over $1 billion of investor returns. Josh will be teaching us his breakthrough innovation framework and how every problem can be solved and every opportunity seized. We're also excited to hear from Alan Stein Jr. Alan has learned from top leaders and coaches and then worked as a performance coach for some of the highest performing athletes on the planet, including NBA superstars, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, and Kobe Bryant. He takes those lessons learned and then will teach you how to achieve more from your sales efforts, more sales revenue, more team cohesion, more loyal customers. You can achieve more by executing the basics consistently. Go to Tolaris.com slash PS to learn more and register. Welcome to the podcast that is designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Everybody, welcome back. Today, we are talking about something different. Uh, we got secrets for you. Uh, more, more specifically, we've got the top three secrets to help you help the customers monetize their Wi-Fi platform. And you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I could sell Wi-Fi or, or, or venture down that road. I've never done that. Uh, don't worry, we're going to cover all that. We're going to get into it. And uh, today to tell us about some of these secrets here, we've got Sean Nace with us. And Sean Nace is the sales engineering manager at Telesystems. Sean, welcome on, man. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. So, Sean, first, uh, as we kick these things off, we'd like to hear about everybody's background. Uh, everybody comes from all kinds of different places. Sometimes this industry sucks us in. Sometimes we didn't know we were going to end up here. Sometimes we wanted to be here from the day one, and we just knew. So we'd love to hear just your personal background story. We know where you're at now because we just we just mentioned your title, but where did it start for you? Sure, where did it start for me? Um, so in college, I studied business, and um, yeah, I always had a fascination with technology, you know, always loved the newest gadgets and so forth. But I realized kind of late in my college career that I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to work with numbers. I had a concentration in finance. I realized that it probably wasn't for me. So I just, I jumped on the opportunity to join a, um, a sea life in Pennsylvania or outside of Philadelphia years ago and kind of worked my way up through the ranks of support, eventually running a knock um, at a sea life called line systems and then moved over to sales as I kind of just had um had a, a real desire to get in front of customers and demo solutions. Like number one, hosted PBX was new and you know, we all had to demo these cool little user interfaces. I was the kind of go-to guy for that. So sales engineering was just a logical progression for me. I've loved it. So, so fill us in a little bit about, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, right? I mean, today we're going to, we're going to hone in a little bit on something key that Telesystems does, but, but first of all, just tell us a little bit about who Telesystems is, what you guys are, what's all in the portfolio and, and kind of what the go-to-market motion is. Yeah, thanks. Um, 
So we're a national voice and data provider, um, a service provider that's been working with, we've been working with Polaris now, I think, for, I think five or six years. Um, a lot of people you know, know us for um, having a really extensive portfolio, whether it's you know, best-in-class switching solutions, powered by MetaSwitch or Broadsoft, type two access with DDoS protection. More recently, where we're really getting a lot of traction is with um, things like cybersecurity or our extensive managed Wi-Fi solution that includes a bit of IoT, um, a little bit of IoT offering on top of that. So, um, you know, we're definitely not your household name, but we're, um, I'd say, the best kept secret in telecom, and we're um, the words, the words getting out there. So, so, so let's let's talk about that. Um, you know, uh, it, I think sometimes when we think about when the partners think about what can I talk to my customers about, what what can I help them with, right? Obviously, a lot of folks in this industry kind of started out in connectivity, and then in came UCAS, and now we have kind of all these ancillary services from CX to cloud to security, like you mentioned, and all these other things. And I think, we, you know, for a long time, it felt like the Wi-Fi side of things was left to the VARs, the MSPs, the, the SIs, the integrators, things like that. So, you know, I, we think of common names, obviously, like a Meraki's and Aruba's and, and all of these, but this... From your perspective, just define really how you first learned about this whole broader Wi-Fi landscape, and you know, is it as simple as plug and play? Why or why not? Yeah, it's definitely not as simple as plug and play, and it really shouldn't be. Um, customers like to a lot of times when customers ask for a quote, it's like, hey, you could just have a quote for three access points, or I have you know a ten thousand square foot building on one floor. Can you just tell me what I need? Unfortunately, it's just not that simple anymore. Um, you know, Wi-Fi has really evolved over the years. Now we're using this technology called Wi-Fi 6, which um, for those of you who don't know, it actually supports up to, well, over a gig's worth of throughput, 1.5 gig, and sometime in the near future with some upgrades up to 10 gig. So that really changes the whole landscape about how you need to des design a solution, um, not just include, not just the Wi-Fi access points and the number of users on the network expected throughput, but even things like cabling. If you think about it, even Cat5e can't support um, greater than a gig's worth of throughput over 100 meters, right? Um, you have the limitation on the port size of the switch. You know, one gig is going to be your choke point at that point. So, you know, Wi-Fi um, design um, and deployment has to take into account a whole lot of different um, solutions or a whole lot of different uh, factors, including the switches, the wiring, the physical space. And Telesystem does a great job with it. We have multiple Wi-Fi tech wireless um, technologies. And we also use a predictive surveying tool called Echo, which literally allows us to purposely design or optimize that RF coverage for each building. So if you think about it, you have a, um, an old historical building with brick um, brick walls, maybe 10 foot ceilings. That's gonna have a lot different coverage than say a warehouse with, um, you know, wire, um, excuse me, a warehouse with 30 foot ceilings and maybe paper rolls in between there, right? It's a lot, a lot more difficult to penetrate um, certain spaces. So we really optimized and placed those physical access points on what's best for that customer in that particular space. And, um, and I think we do a great job at Telesystem with that. So how does a, you know, like you mentioned, right? We know this isn't just a quote. Um, it's not mm -hmm. something that we can just go, oh, you need widget A, widget B, right? Mm -hmm. um, what What is a, what does a pre-sales process like that look like? You mentioned you've got some some cool stuff that you use to leverage that. Is that a remote survey? Is that a you come on site survey? What's that experience like? Yeah, good question. So you know, initially uh, our call is our call is always a discovery. Um, so we work with our partners. We work with Telaris and their SPDMs and a sub agent, ideally with the end user customer, 
looking at a floor plan. So we look at that space. Again, the, the floor is the size of the buildings, the, um, you know, the, the makeup of that space. And we ask them you know, what they're looking for. Are they looking for a certain throughput, a certain number of users that they're expected to occupy that space where they don't need coverage maybe even and then we're designing that um, Wi-Fi solution using mostly predictive um, surveys. We can come on site too, but there, it's just a, an added cost that, I wouldn't say it's cost prohibitive, but it's very expensive to come on site and physically walk out that space and use right. a, um, a sidekick, which is you know just an, an, a really cool tool, but it doesn't always um, work out for the customer's benefit. So we can do it a lot more efficiently uh, and in a more timely manner using this predictive tool, um, both pre and post sale. Cool. All right. Um, so if I flash back to one of the first times that, that you know, we had uh, a conversation with you and our team the, from the engineering side, there were some cool stuff that, that in my mind, you guys stood out with that you can do from an analytics perspective. Walk me through what that product means to you, mm -hmm. what it is, why it stands out, all that good stuff. Yeah. So our Wi-Fi engagement analytics solution, I think we're, we're probably one of the few in the channel offering this, but we're certainly... Um, it's certainly changing changing the landscape when it comes to Wi-Fi. We're now able to monetize um, customers' Wi-Fi. So think about a retail customer, a large event space like a like a stadium, um, or a um, you know a trampoline park, which we can talk about a little bit later. But all these customers have Wi-Fi for not only their internal staff but for their external customers. And so our Wi-Fi engagement analytics solution it's a bolt-on, it's an IoT solution. It's a software that layers on top of existing or new wireless technology like Meraki, Ubiquiti, Ruckus, you name the technology, as long as it's business or enterprise grade, it can work on top of that. And then it provides um, analytics and business intelligence that's really important to the marketing team, social media, um, customer experience, all these other facets of business that really aren't so much IT, but that can bring in revenue in terms of in with uh, engaging with the customer. And it's just really incredible that you can really monetize your Wi-Fi. What was a CapEx or an operating expense for businesses can now be a new revenue stream um, if designed and used correctly. All right, so I don't want to say sell me this pen, but let's pretend for a second I'm I'm a customer, right? and I do have a pen. So um, <laughs> uh, let's say I'm a, I'm a customer. I've got Meraki's or, like you mentioned, some one of these other platforms, and I'm thinking, well, I've got I've got Wi-Fi. I've got some analytics. Like what? What is it additionally that this does? Uh, what are maybe what are the data points that are pulled out of this platform that you use, and you know what? How does that work? How does that how does that help them? Sure. So you know, hopefully we're going to be coming out of winter, you know, sometime in the near future. I know you're dealing with a snowstorm out there in um, in Salt Lake, but um, yeah, spring training is coming up kind of upon us, right? I mean, if you're a baseball fan, like a lot of us are, you're probably looking forward to opening day. It's coming up in a couple months, right? So imagine you're going to the ballpark, right? And you have thousands, tens of thousands of fans, you know, coming into that stadium and, you know, it's near impossible to get a good, um, you know, cellular signal, whether you're talking about 4G or 5G data. So all the ballparks now offer um, managed Wi-Fi for those, you know, for their customers. So when you sign on to managed Wi-Fi, you know, the old days, you'd have a little, you know, place card or a piece of paper, here's your Wi-Fi password, right? Um, but with our solution, we're going to create single sign-on opportunities for customers. So you can sign on with Facebook, you can sign on with uh, LinkedIn, you can sign on with Instagram. You're creating single sign-on um, opportunities for customers so that when you sign into Wi-Fi, um, you're, you're one, creating it, making an easier opportunity for the customers to sign in. But two, um, the customer, in this case, the ballpark or the owner of that, can then um, 
gain a lot of business intelligence about their customers. It knows that um, you've had you know, male and females of a certain number um, using a certain device and, and language have, have um, logged into your system. You can then um, target that customer with um, coupon opportunities or marketing incentives to you know, come back to that stadium for not only the next ball game, but things like um, you know, a concert that might be coming into town. And you can also customize what's called the access journey. So after you've logged into the Wi-Fi, instead of just saying, hey, Mr. Customer, here's our end user license agreement, you know, go ahead and have some fun. You can actually um, tailor a, a journey or experience so that after you sign in, you can show them like a quick little video. Or perhaps, you know, if it's cold outside, so you can have this access journey tailored not only to the operating system, whether it's Android or, or Apple or you know, the language of that user, but um, based on other factors like the weather. So imagine you go into opening day, you know, I'm in Philadelphia and it can be, it can be really cold. It can be bright and sunny. It can be rainy, right? So imagine you're going to the ball game out here and it's, it's cold outside. It's frigid. You've logged on to that Wi-Fi. You can actually get a, an email coupon or an SMS notification to that user say, Hey, come to the, um, come to the apparel shop, get a discount on, on a <laughs> fleece or a, a rain jacket, wherever the case might be. So there's really marketing opportunities, both immediate and near term that you can um, use to engage with that customer. And it can be customized in all sorts of different ways. You know, the age of the user, the operating system, the weather outside, um, you know, the location in question. So think about a multi-site retailer. Um, you might have a different uh, promo going on in the Northeast versus the Southeast region of the country or Mountain West versus um, you know, Pacific Northwest and so on, right? So there's all sorts of ways to really customize that journey and experience for a customer. And it's really incredible. Got it. All right. So that makes sense. Um, from a from a profitability perspective, right? If I'm a maybe we'll get into a little more of this in the end when we talk about some of the questions to ask and how to go down this journey. Um, from a profitability perspective, and we talk about you know the title of this track is the secrets to to monetize uh, you know Wi-Fi. Yeah. Is that how can somebody figure out what the profitability on that is going to be like? Is it based on the clicks? Is it based on who they bring in for ads? What is, what's that side of it look like? Clue us in there. Yeah, really good question. So the ROI um, could really vary by customer. You know, if you're like a high-end retailer, um, you might just be looking to, you know, gain, um, gain more knowledge about the, the customers themselves, how often they're coming to your stores, repeat customers to be able to offer them a better experience. Others are really trying to bring in new revenue like that, like that ballpark or an NBA stadium or an NFL stadium um, or a trampoline park, right? So everybody has a different return on investment. Healthcare organizations, they have a, we have a very unique solution for that. They're really trying to enhance patient experience, which is, you know, uh, this nebulous thing that takes into account, um, you know, basically the, the post, um, the post doc um, surveys and, uh, you know, all sorts of other things, maybe about their hospital stay and so forth. So the CX is a is a variable that customers might be hoping to improve on. Um, but really, it's varied by customer, and each solution is really tailored to that particular business. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. This is really um, solution selling at its, at its finest, in my opinion. So, uh, so, so that helps. Walk me through then, you, you mentioned something there from a medical perspective. So what about like, Let's say we've got those guys out there that are going, ah, patient information, PII, I don't want you to track it. I don't trust anybody. Is this compliant with that? Do we need to worry about that? What's what's yeah. your answer for that? Yeah, great question. So, um, yeah, whether you're a healthcare organization or just a retailer, 
the customer the customer owns all this information. Again, when you're signing into Wi-Fi, there's a quick little end user license agreement that the users of the Wi-Fi bring to the terms and conditions, right? Um, when the customer signs on with Facebook or whatever, they also have, the customer has the option to one not provide that information, you know, their their gender, their age, all that all that sort of thing. Um, but also, the customer is the one who owns this, not Telesystem, not our. It's not you know housed in our data centers. It's integrated with the customer's CRM or perhaps the electronic medical record system in the case of a healthcare organization. So I didn't even mention that. Yeah, you know, this this uh, integrates with you know, CRMs like Salesforce or HubSpot, or in the case of a healthcare organization, Epic um, or MyChart. Hmm. So that's really where the where the data is housed, and it's um, it's really up to the customer to secure that moving forward. Got it. Awesome. Good answer. Uh, okay. So, so I want to hear, I want to get into the weeds. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear about an example or a win or, a, you know, a, yeah. a use case. Just walk me through what were you told the problem was and Hey, Sean, I need your help on this, this, this customer environment. And then when you got in, what did it look like? What was the tech stack? And then ultimately what'd you put in place and what did it do? Yeah. So I think a, a great use case is um, a trampoline park. Um, we're talking about a national franchise that a lot of us have, have been to before. So Josh, you mentioned you have three kids at home. Um, depending on their age, you guys have probably been to the, some of these trampoline parks. There's a few bigger brands out there, you know, a rainy day or um, when it's cold outside, it's a great place to bring the kids. They get exercise, they get to have some fun, jump with their friends and all that kind of stuff. Um, but during COVID, a lot of these businesses like, like restaurants and retailers were really hurting, right? Um, and imagine franchises where you have you know, these are franchises, right? So you have business owners who are purchasing um, various Wi-Fi technologies, whether it's Meraki or Ubiquiti or Ruckus or Arahive. You know, so they have all these disparate technologies, but they don't really have um, any solution that can be that can be um, uh, centralized or or consistent throughout that. You know, to have a great brand identity for their customers, right? So one, they're losing um, they're losing revenue. Um, two, they have all these you know, disparate technologies throughout the, um, you know, throughout their, their deployments. And so what we did was we, you know, we talked to their IT staff, we talked to the ownership team and they're like, well, how can we engage more effectively with, for the customers? How can we deploy this, you know, easily? And then, you know, how can I work with different technologies? So what they were hoping to achieve there at these trampoline parks was to engage with the customers. So one, um, you know, the parent goes there and you've probably been in this boat too, Josh, you, you or your wife will go to visit the trampoline park. You could be there for a couple hours, right? So maybe you're going to do some work. Maybe you're just going to get on social media. Maybe you're going to you know, stream the, the NFL game that's on over the, you know, on a Sunday afternoon, right? So you're going to connect to the Wi-Fi. Um, when you connect to the Wi-Fi, again, you're going to be using your single sign-on credentials. You're going to sign into the Wi-Fi and then you can engage these customers um, to let them know, hey, look, Mr. Customer, here's a coupon to go to our concession stand. That's one revenue stream that a lot of people are missing out on. They have this concession stand to sell, you know, ICs or, you know, water, pizza, whatever for the kids and um, and the adults there. And a lot of times it's just sitting in a corner. It's not really being utilized and they're, they're not making enough money off of that. Two, you can let the customer know, hey, here's a discount to come back next week, next month. Here's 50% off to come back again. Oh, and by the way, for only a little bit more, you can have a monthly membership. So for only $30 a month, you can do this. And, oh, hey, membership members will also get a discount on their birthday parties. If you guys haven't been to a birthday party at one of these trampoline parks, it's awesome. They do a great job. You can have 20 kids jumping um, jumping like crazy, getting all tired. So when you get them home, they're ready for bed. It's a, it's a great idea. 
And so we put the solution together for the trampoline parks that was consistent pricing per access point. So again, the pricing for this solution is based on per access point, right? It doesn't matter if you have Meraki or, or Ruckus or whatever. Um, the deployment's easy. So Tell system goes into the, um, works with IT staff, logs into say the Meraki dashboard, licenses it per access point. It's only a few minutes per access point to do this. Where the real legwork comes in though is working with the um, business ownership team, the marketing team about creating that customer journey and what they're hoping to achieve. So we worked with that ownership team and said, um, obviously they want to bring in revenue. Um, they also wanted to educate parents about their cleaning standards because the thing about we're coming out of COVID, they're worried about, parents are worried about, hey, is this place clean? And obviously they talk about all these other, you know, cleaning methods that they had, even including like some um, misting machines that clean down the foam pits, right? Mm -hmm. So parents could be, you know, assured of that, um, you know, of their kids being safe. So we had like this, you know, better engagement, new revenue opportunities and education um, for their customers that can be consistently adopted throughout all these franchises around the company. And they're, they're jumping on it left and right. Um, you know, when, when the opportunity arises, when there's new construction, telesystem can also deploy our own Wi-Fi as part of that. But that's just one solution. And there's so many use cases where you're talking about large venues like casinos that we've deployed that, other stadiums, like, um, you know, we're working with that, hopefully a major league baseball team here in Philadelphia, but we have other large venues in West Texas where they have rodeos and minor league hockey and arts and craft shows and so forth. So there's lots of opportunities there. Another one is co-branding. So imagine um, here that big arena, you know, Citizens Bank Park or Toyota or Wells Fargo Center, your splash page could be co-branded with that other sponsor. So that can either completely or very um, drastically reduce the price to that um, to that customer, right? right. And you know, a big, big company like Wells Fargo would probably you know, be happy to have their brand out there even more, right? So um, there's opportunities there to even defray the cost. Cool. Good stuff. All right. Good examples. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it all sounds great and awesome and easy and everybody needs it. Uh, I want to hear the challenges. What, you know, as, as you get into this and you have these conversations, if partners are, you know, excited about wanting to, to go talk to the customers about these, of the have you thought of these type things, what are, what are some of the challenges that you face and, and, and how do you talk through that? Sure. The challenges sometimes are most of the time as a, as a service provider, or maybe in your case, as a, as a telecom broker, we're working with IT staff, right? So we're selling an IT solution. And a lot of times the IT guy, um, the IT person doesn't want to take on another, another product that's going to make their job more difficult. So getting them to understand, getting the key stakeholders to really understand who this product would benefit is certainly one challenge to overcome. And that, I think with this product, it's kind of easy. We make sure that, you know, it's the easy button for the IT staff, either we're taking that on or making the load for them very simple, upfront, and only one time. Um, but then it's just navigating to the right people, the marketing, the business ownership team, social media outreach, customer experience, mm -hmm. patient, patient experience. Um, so it's navigating to the correct stakeholders. And then two, working through that access journey efficiently. So they have to have, you know, somewhat of a plan in place like that, you know, like the um, case study they gave you with the trampoline parks. So what we try to do is, you know, highlight case studies that are um, uh, in the same business vertical as they, as they are. So, you know, retail, restaurants, hospitality, like hotel chains, those large venues. You know, when you have something that has already been done before and replicated, you know, hopefully it's easier to, you know, to do that for this particular business and maybe tweak it a little bit here or there. Yeah. But 
making sure that they know the right use case and how to quickly design that solution is important too, because you don't want to be spending days or weeks or months even you know, planning our rollout, right? You want to start monetizing that right away. So I think Got those it. are three, three challenges, but we've worked through enough that we, um, I think we know how to navigate that. Yeah, I think, you know, a part of your probably your biggest one here is that, you know, there might be some preconceived notions that, yeah, but my Wi-Fi stuff I got right now gives me analytics. You know, obviously that's yeah. true. Wi-Fi gives you analytics. That's that's certainly, but mm -hmm. um, not a real easy way to monetize it and, and lock it up and SSO yeah. and, and, and do the things that this do. So that's a cool add-on. Yeah, exactly. Like Meraki is a great solution. We sell Meraki, right? Um, mm -hmm. you know, we, we love Meraki, um, Meraki wireless access points, the firewalls, the whole nine. And you can gain a little bit of insight so I can see um, you know, when a Apple user, what I could see the MAC addresses, the IP addresses, the, you know, the places that they're visiting on the web and so forth. Right. So I can get, I can even see where they are if I've overlaid a, um, a floor plan on top of that, um, dashboard, but I can't really gain that same level of activity. I can't see the, the, um, preponderance of data, like male versus female, what they like on social media, mm -hmm. um, you know, how often they've been to this particular location, what times of day that they're coming and so forth. Um, although you might be able to see time of day in, in a Wi-Fi dashboard too, but it's just the preponderance of data that is so much easier. And it's a, um, you can schedule those reports to have come to you every day, week or month. You can go into the, um, dashboard to run, you know, hundreds of different reports that just aren't there, um, with Wi-Fi technology. And un unfortunately, a lot of times customers have, you know, Ruckus here and Aruba there and Rocky there. And so you'd have three or four different dashboards to log into and figure all this out. This is one pane of glass that can um, tie everything together for you. Good. Okay. All right. So I know we, we mentioned in the beginning there are other services that you guys have. Um, mm -hmm. We've talked about this one, which is more on the the Wi-Fi, the analytics space. But uh, I, I look at this in kind of the wireless and IoT bucket. Any other offerings there that you guys have that, that you want to make sure that we get a shout-out for? Um, it, you know, you mentioned the Wi-Fi add-on. You mentioned the Wi-Fi itself. But, but anything else you want to throw out there? Sure. So um, we've actually just recently rolled out um, an IoT solution, um, a, a true IoT solution using um, proprietary sensors. Um, and you know, we've talked to uh, Chris Whitaker about this and Jason Coffin, your sales engineer in the Southeast. And I think they're very excited about this too, because the adoption rate of IoT has been, I would say it's been slower than we would have liked. Like, you know, when you started selling SD-WAN and UCAS, it just took off, right? Everybody needed it right away. And it was just so amazing to see that that growth. IoT has been a little bit slower, I'm not going to lie. So what we've done is kind of create some case studies and how it might benefit certain businesses. So if you're talking about the restaurant supply chain that we've recently deployed some you know, temperature sensors to and, and so forth, right? We have use cases for manufacturing, maybe healthcare with asset tracking and others that can really create efficiencies and effectiveness, to quote Chris, um, you know, for their business. So it's really just talking to your existing customers. And that's that's the um, the challenge that I think we have with some of our partners too. A lot of them are kind of um, headset on on selling just certain technologies. They, they Everybody knows UCAS and bandwidth and SD-WAN, right? There's the, that's the wheelhouse for a lot of them, the bread and butter. Um, getting into other things can be a little bit tricky sometimes. So that's where you engage my team. That's where you engage Telesis and our sales engineering team, your re regional channel manager. We'll work through those use cases with you. We'll do a... Um, a deep dive into our IoT solutions or maybe even cybersecurity and talk to you about security awareness training. It's very easy to get into you know, certain technologies that Telesystem has at our disposal and you can really bring in a new revenue. And um, yeah. Love it. Good. There's a lot of depth in that portfolio, certainly. And mm -hmm. I think that's helpful. 
Um, cause I, I always have this phrase of, uh, second money is, is easier than first money. So if yeah. you can maximize your spend in an account and you know, the, as the customers are trying to consolidate or lay off or whatever, you just, you guys happen to have an answer, an answer, an answer, an answer. So definitely, uh, I want to double down on encouraging everybody to reach out to your channel team and yourself if they haven't yet. So good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, final couple thoughts here. So. I'm excited. I'm a partner. I want to go talk about this. I want to go sell it. Maybe I haven't sold anything with Telesystems before. Maybe I want to go down some of this Wi-Fi, IoT, analytics kind of space. I'm a big questions guy. I love giving people questions to just open the conversation, see where mm -hmm. the interest is. What's your approach there with maybe partners that haven't ventured down this track? Is it questions? Is it a business conversation? What do you uh, advise them on? Yeah, no, that's a that's a, a great question, Josh. So, you know, what what are questions that can open the door? Um, when it comes to Wi-Fi engagement analytics, it's, you know, hey, Mr. Customer, have you ever thought about um, monetizing your Wi-Fi, or do you know how you can monetize your Wi-Fi? That's just the way I start that conversation all the time because everybody's like, what do you mean by that? I have no idea what you're talking about. I spend you know two hundred dollars a month on this Meraki solution, and you know it's great, but we do not need to be monetizing it. So. That's, that's the easiest way to start that conversation, I, I think, first and foremost. Um, and then, of course, like, you know, when a customer is, hey, Mr. Customer, what are you, um, you know, what is your Wi-Fi te technology? Are you looking for any technology refresh? Um, and things along those lines, because, you know, as Wi-Fi has evolved, you know, a lot of customers have just outgrown it, whether they're, they're not getting enough throughput, you know, they've maxed out the number of users that are supported on a particular access point or technology, right? Um, so, you know, how old is your Wi-Fi technology? Things along those lines. The same way you might go into a solution trying to sell UCAS. What type of phone system do you have? What type of Wi-Fi technology do you have? If you have, you know, an old Linksys, you know, an old Linksys router hanging off a, um, um, hanging off your cable modem for a, a retail shop, that might not be the best fit mm -hmm. for you now. So, yeah, it, I think it depends on that that partner. If you're an MSP, you probably can talk about that a little bit easier. If you're a traditional kind of telco reseller and bandwidth um, kind of shop, um, you know, just reach out to us and we can, we can help you um, navigate that. All right. Final thoughts here. So, you know, we're, we're talking about a, a rapidly evolving industry when we talk about wireless and IOT and that. Mm -hmm. um, any, if you look out 12 months, 12, 18 months, whatever it might be, any thoughts there that you, that you want the partners to be aware of that you're seeing trends-wise, things that are changing? Do we double down on everything that you just mentioned so far and start that talk track or uh, anything else as you look into your crystal ball? Yeah, no, just that, you know, Wi-Fi 6 is really a game changer in, in a lot of ways. And I think I talked about it earlier on that, you know, just with the, you know, the number of devices that can support the, the greater throughput that's never existed before. Um, it's now creating, there's, it's now kind of, uh, opening up other opportunities for us as service providers to to help out our customers. So again, if you if you recall from earlier, I said that Wi-Fi six can support the one point five gig, but most customers only have one gig switches. So they deploy this really great fancy new hardware, and then they're like, "Wow, I'm only getting you know nine hundred meg or whatever the case might be." Well, then you have to take a look at you know go into the hood a little bit, look at what else is in their infrastructure. So it's just another opportunity for that customer, that MSP, that partner to sell them, you know, new switches, you know, maybe upgrade the wiring and so forth. So it, it's a holistic view of technology that can just open up more doors for you.
I'd say, you know, it's Wi-Fi 6 that's really evolved quite a bit. It's going to continue to evolve as far as that throughput's concerned. That's what's really exciting for me. And um, uh, there's talk of a new spectrum coming out, 6 gigahertz, that mm. I haven't learned all that much about yet. But, um, you know, again, mm. um, a lot more to come. Sweet. Good stuff. All right. Uh, go talk to the customers. And I, I, I guarantee if you ask them, are you monetizing your Wi-Fi? Not a lot of them are going to say yes. So um, we'd love to see how those conversations go. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, Sean, appreciate you coming on, man. That wraps us up yeah, for today. Thanks, All right. Have a great day. Okay, right, everybody. Bye. That's it. Wraps us up. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris. Sean Nace, SE Manager at Telesystems. Until next time, this is Next Level Biz Tech. Next Level Biz Tech has been a production of Tolaris Studio 19. Please visit Tolaris.com for more information.